We had beautiful weather here for this weekend, mostly sunny skies and highs in the upper 80s. Overnight tonight, partly cloudy, mild, with those temperatures dropping down into the mid-70s. Now, we've got some big changes here for the upcoming work week. Starting tomorrow, we're going to have a volcanic eruption right near Charlottesville, and it's going to make things rather toasty across the area. We're going to see lava spill out into central Virginia and make temperatures in Richmond at 350 degrees, Fredericksburg at 345. Charlottesville, the hot spot at 400 not as hot off towards the tidewater. A little bit more comfortable with highs near 100 degrees. The reason why, we're going to have tidal waves moving in ahead of this, a global superstorm developing off towards the Atlantic Ocean. This thing is headed our way, but the key to the forecast, right before this thing makes landfall, it is going to be deflected by Godzilla. Now, a lot can change between now and then. We're looking at the latest data. We'll continue to bring you the very latest. I do want to encourage you, though, that if you ever do see a sleeping coyote, do not wake it. Bad idea. Okay, here's the forecast. Volcano 350 there for Monday. Global superstorm on Tuesday. We could see maybe about one 200 inches of rainfall, wind gusts up to 1,000 miles an hour. Godzilla Wednesday, I'll be honest, I have no idea what's going to happen on that day. After that, though, how about this to finish off the work week? Low humidity, lots of sunshine, with highs in the upper 80s heading into next weekend. This is the Growing Up Rock Podcast with your hosts, Stephen Michael and Sonny Hollywood Pooney. Now, crank it up. Sunny, as the seasons change, it seems like today is a great time to do an episode that we're going to title Weather or Not. And it's all based on what else? The weather. What's going on, man? Uh, not much. It's still, uh, good Lord, it's 40 degrees here today. What's it like there? It's crappy, rainy weather here, and the temperature has dropped. And I noticed that some of my uh, family members up in Chicago are posting spring pictures as the snow comes down and covers their backyard. So they're not very happy. Yeah, I think the weather is just kind of all over the place right now. But this topic has been on our list for a little while. Yeah, it has in one way or another. We try to do these theme episodes every so often. The whole purpose of these theme episodes really is just to maybe have a little fun, share a few facts, and maybe just discuss some bands that tie into the episode theme as a whole, right? Yeah, these ones usually end up being a little less talk and a little more music. Yeah, do you have some fun weather facts for us today? Uh, no, I do not, because, you know, the weather's different everywhere. So 
Here's some facts. It snows in some places. It rains in some places. Some places have earthquakes. And some places it never see the sunshine. And some places you never stop seeing the sunshine. I've lived in them all. What do you want, a cookie? See, I'm a little bit disappointed in your preparation for this episode, Jim Cantor. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, I expected uh, a little bit more kind of uh, weatherman delivery, uh, Ron Burgundy style, you know? From the entire Channel 4 News team, I'm Veronica Corningstone. And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. No, the best, I saw it one time, and I can't remember where I was. I think I was traveling, and I might have been near Wisconsin or near Chicago or something like that. And the weather thing came up. And you know how they usually do the seven days and they'll do what the degrees are going to be every day for the next seven days? Yeah. And I swear to God, it said eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn, it's going to be cold here. <laughs> well, one of the reasons that I like where we live is because I really like to have seasons. So I want summer and I want winter, but I don't want to dig snow. I don't want to shovel driveways and things like that. So you kind of get that here in Georgia. You know, you get the spring, you get the summer, you get the winter, you get the fall. I like our geographic uh, positioning. Yeah, in California, you know, it's sunny a lot of the time. You get some rain during the winter. You don't get much snow unless you get closer to Lake Tahoe. And then where we lived in California, there's about three weeks total and it's spread out over probably four months, but it's about three weeks total that you get triple-digit heat. So in Northern California, it's not so bad. In Southern California, you get triple-digit heat. It's dry heat. It's not really humid heat, but uh, you get triple-digit a lot more. In the Midwest now that uh, you know we've been in and out of the Midwest, you get all the seasons there. Yeah, you're, you're going to be purchasing another snowblower, aren't you? Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get into some of these songs that tie into our weather theme. But before we do that, you know, we got to do this. It's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. All right. So tonight's Crank It Up New Music Spotlight, as luck would have it, ties into our weather theme. Thunder, a band that we've discussed before, but not in my opinion enough on this podcast because I really like Thunder a lot and they've got a ridiculous amount of content out there for you to consume. But they're about to release yet another new album, and this one even is a double album. And so the first single off that record is called Dancing in the Sunshine. Check it out.
So listen to this song a couple of times. I'd say, you know, the vocal's still good. The song kind of plods along a little bit, but it still has some good crunch. I don't know if I need the honky-tonk piano, to be <laughs> honest with you. But uh, so I was like, oh, that's good. Oh, it's kind of like trudging along. Oh, that was good. Oh, is that a honky-tonk piano? Oh, that's pretty good too. You know, so it was kind of hit and miss, but overall the song was pretty good. Yeah, I would tell you, if you like what you've heard from the songs by Thunder that we've played on this podcast, to go check them out. We've talked about it before. Really, Thunder in the States is pretty much, I won't say unknown, but yeah, pretty much unknown. Yet in the UK, where they're from, they're playing arenas in the UK and have been for 30 plus years. So this band is very successful over there in Europe, which is where they're from. But check them out. Thunder, the latest single is called Dancing in the Sunshine, and they're about to release a new album, which happens to be their first double album, I think. Uh, so check them out. Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. Okay, so for the topic today... Like we said, we're going to talk about the weather. So you're going to hear a little bit about the sun, a little bit about the shade, a little bit about the cold, a little about the rain, maybe a little wind, maybe a couple of storms, and you might hear a little bit of tornado too. So we picked songs that had those words in it, bands. We pretty much, uh, we went pretty deep on the bands and even with the bands that people know, we went with deeper songs. So that was kind of cool. So why don't you start out with your first two? So my first two, the first song that came to mind when I talked about this episode or when I heard we were doing this episode was this song right here. I absolutely love this song off of New Jersey from Bon Jovi, 99 in the Shade. This song gets me in the mood for the summer, windows down, just cruising along the highway. Check out 99 in the Shade. Yeah. 
All right, so my next song comes to us by a band called Lavelle. You probably never, ever heard of this band. The artist's name is Eddie Lavelle. This band is kind of made up of musicians from both the U.S. and Europe. And I didn't know a whole lot about this record, but I discovered this record, Dear Sanity, from somebody had posted about this record. I dug into it, and I absolutely love it. The whole record, to me, is really, really good. The name of the album, again, is Dear Sanity. Check it out. It's by a group called Lavelle. It's L-A-V-A-L-L-E. And the song I'm going to play is called Fading Like the Sun.
Okay, so these two songs, I'll start with the Lavelle one first. Don't know anything about this band and never heard the band. This could be a docking tune, yep. right? The great of the vocal, great riff. Like it, it was very, very listable. So I'd be interested in hearing more of that. The 99 in the shade. So for the listeners, what happens is when we come up with an idea, we work off of basically like a Google Word doc. So there'll be an idea. It's like, all right, we're going to record on this date, blah, blah, blah. And then Stephen will make the Google doc and he'll share it with the both of us. And then usually what happens is we start plugging in songs in later days, right? After we've thought about it a little bit, songs may change every once in a while, but then we've got it all figured out before we record. So if we're going to tell each other what the songs are, we can take a listen. It is very rare that Stephen puts anything in. Usually he just sends the sheet and I get the first crack at the songs. And the first song I had thought of was 99 The Shade. <laughs> and you send the sheet and took the song and I'm like, motherfucker, like it's the only song I was thinking about. <laughs> right? That's the first time that's happened. You, you normally don't do that. Yeah, almost never do I do that. But like I said, when I decided, because this theme's been sitting around, right? So when I decided on the theme, because it was it was up to me to pick something, this was the first song. So I created the sheet, and I think this is the only song that I even put in there. It was the only one. Yeah, I didn't pick any of the other songs, but this was the song that I thought of. So I was like, I'm getting to this before Poonie. And damned if I didn't. Yay, me. Woohoo! Woohoo! And that's what we do. It's like we call it, it's dibs. If one of us will come up with a topic and I can't think of a lot of songs on it, I'm like, oh, I'm taking this song, right? So we kind of call dibs. All right, song-wise, I absolutely love this song. Great deep cut gem. I love that little guitar lick, that, you know, that thing that uh, Richie's doing. And that whole, I got a party in my pocket and you know, just I just got paid. That's that's gooey awesome. This is the Bon Jovi I can listen to all day. Love it. This is a song where you work Monday through Friday and you're getting off Friday at five o'clock and it's summertime and you've got the weekend in front of you. And I mean, it's, it's all of that. It's all of that in this beautiful pop rock gem. And I just, I absolutely adore this song and always have off of New Jersey. Okay. So my first two songs, <laughs> neither band <laughs> most people know about because, well, neither band has put much out. So First one we're going to go with is a band called Love Child. So who the hell is Love Child? Uh, Nobody knows. Here's how I found this band. So before Spotify got really big and Apple Music was out there already, I was listening to iTunes already, but what I was doing a lot is I wanted to buy CDs. So I would go on Amazon and I would make a wish list. And if you made a wish list with a bunch of CDs, Amazon suggests other bands you might be interested in. And this is how... I ended up getting this CD because it was one of the bands that Amazon said you might, you know, want to try. And I must have had a bunch of Scorpions on that list maybe because this is basically German metal, right? So Love Child formed in 2002 in in Liechtenstein. (laughs) And as far as I can tell, they only released the one album. Like I said, somehow Amazon thought I wanted to listen to German type metal. So I buy the CD because at that time you couldn't really listen to this stuff beforehand. So I would just get it and take a shot. You know what? The album actually is not half bad. So here is Werner Schweizner on vocals, Roger Kaufman on guitar, Dave Guglot on bass, Danny Zimmerman on drums from an album released in 2006 called Soul Collector with a song called Sunset Rider.
My second song, we're going to go to Sweden with a band called Nestor. We've talked about Nestor a little bit because they were on the Monsters of Rock Cruise. They just released their debut album. It only took them 30 years. Yes, three, zero. I guess they were taking their time. <laughs> Basically, childhood friends, you know, want to make their dreams come true. Problem is it's the 90s. The music they're loving is dying. So they go live real lives. COVID hits. They decide, you know what? What if we were to try to try this thing again? 
right? And so Tobias, who is partially the writer of this song, he says the song is about that girl, the dangerous one who we have all encountered and I think in some way or another love them. You know, I don't know if you know this, Stephen, but I know a woman who's the sweetest, the most generous person on the planet, and she can be a crazy woman and you want to be around her and party with her for all your life. I'm going to keep her name anonymous to protect her, okay? But I do know one of those women. We saw Nestor Live on Mork, like I said, and oh my God, they were great, right? The song has more punch live than it does on album, and Tobias has an incredible voice. So here is Johnny on guitar, Mattis on drums, Tobias on vocals, Marcus on bass, Martin on keyboards, no last names today because I can't pronounce any of them, with Stone Cold Eyes. This song has an awesome chorus. Let's talk about Stone Cold Eyes by Nestor. This song was really good live. I absolutely remember this song, just enjoying this song live. I like it on the record too, but there's uh, a little bit more edge to it live. Nestor was a surprise of, of Mork. They were really good. Their singer is really good. They're a good band. They're very melodic and a little bit lighter than what I usually like, but I do absolutely like this band because I think they write really good songs. And here's a fun fact. Keyboard player for Nestor looks nothing like Eric Martinson from Eclipse. I'll just put that out there for uh, you know who. <laughs> no, I'm going I'm to out him. <laughs> right, he comes into the cabin. I got a picture with Eric Martinson. I'm like, really? You saw him? He goes, yeah, yeah, I saw him. He was sitting on his guitar case. And I go, hey, can I get a picture? Blah, blah, blah. And he shows it to me. I'm like, dude, that's not Eric Martinson. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> love you, righty. And then Love Child, Sunset Rider, further proving the fact that you can't go wrong with German metal. Come on. German metal, 
always wins out in the end. I like it. Never heard of this band in my life, but I like the tune. So I might seek out more of them, although there's nothing on Spotify by this band. You had to send me this song. So I don't know if I can get anything by this band or not. I'm sure there's CDs in the clearance bin for 25 cents if you find it somewhere. All right. Either that or I'll fly to Hanover and, you know, (laughs) dig through their clearance bins, their punch out bins. (laughs) Eins, fein, die. Okay. On to the next. Everyone's got a rock and roll story to tell, and we want to hear yours. So go to our website at growinguprock.com. That's one word, G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-R-O-C-K dot com. Or visit us on our Facebook page at Growing Up Rock and tell us all about it. So we'll take a second out to recognize the folks in the Loud Minority Facebook group. Thanks for contributing to the conversations. We appreciate each and every one of you guys. If you guys are interested in joining the Growing Up Rock Loud Minority Facebook group, it's a private group on Facebook where we discuss the podcast and other music-related items. Sometimes we put polls out there. Sometimes we try to get feedback, get ideas for upcoming shows, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, it's a good group of folks with uh, low to no poison. Uh, we try to keep it positive in there. So enjoy that group. Also, if you want to help out the podcast, it would be great if you guys can go to Podchaser or to Apple Podcast and leave us a five-star review. That always helps out the podcast because the more five-star reviews we get, it raises us in the rankings and puts us out there to more people, and that's how it helps the podcast. And I always put the links in the show notes, so if you're listening on your phone, just scroll down and hit the link. It's very easy and probably don't take more than a couple minutes of your time. That's my public service announcement for this episode. Now let's get back into it. So my number three and two songs, let me start with my number three. The first time I heard this band, I was not impressed. I didn't like a whole lot of what I was hearing. And it's a little bit more recent stuff. But Sonny really loved this band. And he kept hounding me and kept kind of egging me on to listen to it. And I knew a few other people that liked this band. And they had a lot of catalog stuff out. So I went back in the catalog and started digging through some of their earlier records. And some of their earlier records are less prog power metal and more just straight up metal. They became a little bit more power metal as time went on. And I still like some of the recent stuff. It's a little bit more hit and miss for me. But some of their earlier records, I like a lot. And this is a song off one of their earlier records. I'm talking about Battle Beast. And the song is Rain Man.
so moving on to my next song. I'm a big fan of the Revolution Saints. Dean Castronova, Doug Aldridge, Jack Blades. Just they're a really good, solid band. They put out three albums at this point on Frontiers Records. They're just a great hard rock band. And it's more of a project because it's not like they ever play live. But there is some good material in those records. And so the song that I'm going to play is called The Storm Inside by Revolution Saints.
All right, so let me talk about the Battle Beast thing first. So this is where we differ, right? I like the newer stuff mm-hmm. better than the older stuff because this is off the first album, and it's definitely more raw yeah. than it is symphonic metal. They kind of become symphonic later. Yeah. And, dude, Nura's voice here is, I mean, it is raspy. It smooths out over time, thank God, because I don't know if I could listen to Nura like this through all the Battle Beast albums. Right today, like the newest stuff she does, there's a lot more power. The grit is still there, but it's not as raspy as this is. Yeah, and you know I like those bigger guitar riffs and stuff. I, I like that more straight ahead uh, metal sound. And then with the storm inside, I mean, there's absolutely no reason to hate on Revolution Saints. I mean, the songs written by Alessandro Del Vecchio, Castronovo, and Aldrich. I mean, those three guys obviously know how to write songs. And that guitar solo is just blistering. It's a great song. I love the Revolution Saints too. All right, so for my next two songs, the first one, we're going to go with some Bay Area Brothers. So if you loved hard rock, hair metal, melodic rock, whatever you want to call it, in the mid to late 80s and you lived in Northern California, there is no way you missed Crywolf. Definite local band from my childhood. I've always loved them. They didn't make it, right? And I know a group of friends that absolutely loved that first album. I know a lot of friends that actually loved Crywolf in total. They tried to make a bit of a comeback in 2010. It just didn't last that long because they put their first album out in 20 years, and honestly, it just didn't hit. And If they wanted a shot, it probably was in the mid-'80s, and they just came a little bit too late. So supposedly, they're still active. I never hear about them playing anywhere. I'm always looking. So reliving my childhood a little bit from the album Crunch in 1990, here's Tim Hall on vocals, Steve McKnight on guitar, Phil Deckard on bass, Johnny Link on drums with West wind blows we gotta ride
my next song from the Mighty Dokken. Now, Dokken is interesting. They love weather songs. So I could have went with Seven Thunders, Night Rider, Unchain the Night, Lightning Strikes Again, Night by Night, Sleepless Night, Sunless Days, like on and on. Went with a deeper cut. So here's the ninth track off of Under Lock and Key. Amazing album. But this one's a little more tamer, more mid-tempo. Will the Sunrise. Enjoy. Yeah, all right. So let's start with Under Lock and Key and the docking tune with the sunrise. Listening back to Under Lock and Key from front to back, that really is just a great album. And this song is, yeah, it's a little bit slower tempo, but I like this song. We both felt like that was a pretty perfect record for us, right? Yeah, I was surprised because Back for the Attack has always been kind of my go-to Desert Island 
And then I remember we listened to Under Lock and Key probably, I don't know, a year ago now or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, so is this one. Yeah. Like they had back-to-back albums that are absolutely outstanding. And really, Tooth and Nail is only one step away from being a Desert Island album for me too. So it's three great albums. Yeah, and it's funny because the song you you hate off of Tooth and Nail is like one of my favorite songs on that record. That surprising to you? <laughs> yeah, I guess not. <laughs> All right, so let's get to our number ones for this. Let me just tell you that there was absolutely no shortage of songs that tie in with weather in some way, shape, or form. I had 50 backups just in case Sonny picked one that I had already uh, had set aside. There just was no shortage. So I wanted to try and do what I would call like a double word point advantage for my number one. So I came up with a song from a band called Burning Rain. Now, if you're not familiar with Burning Rain, Burning Rain features Doug Aldridge on guitars. Obviously, I'm a Doug Aldridge fan. I've already talked about Revolution Saints. I love the Dead Daisies. He was also in Dio. He was also in White Snake. He was also in a band early on called Lion that I liked a lot. So Doug Aldridge. House of Lords. House of Lords. Doug Aldridge is great. He gets around. But he's also in Burning Rain, along with Keith St. John on vocals, Brad Lang on bass, and Blasey Elias. Yes, that Blasey Elias. Like there's more than one Blasey Elias <laughs> playing drums. But this is a song called Season of Autumn. Double banger, season and autumn. So season of autumn by Burning Rain. <sighs> Sick and fast, the island fresh when dry. Sweet out of love, 
I'm telling you, Keith St. John on that song is one step away from Ray Gillen. God damn, did this sound like Badlands. It did, right? I agree. I agree. I thought that same thing when I heard it. I was like, man, this is very, like, definitely could hear this on a Badlands record for sure. If Keith St. John sounded like that on everything he sang, I'd be a huge fan. He does not always sound like that. No, but I like a lot of these Burning Rain records are pretty consistent. The last one that they put out was sort of hit or miss for me, but their first two records I thought are really, really good. I like Burning Rain quite a bit. Uh, and he's, you know, he's consistent enough for me to where he never offends me. So I like it. So my last pick, we're going to go with Skid Row. As we all know, Eric Gronwald's joined Skid Row. There's all kinds of videos out there. He's sounding great. I hope to hear him do this song. People are already denouncing without even seeing, you know, the band right now. Sebastian is Skid Row. Dude, Sebastian to me is not Skid Row. He was part of Skid Row. The part that's a pain in the ass. That's the part, right? Like every time somebody says Sebastian is Skid Row, it is such a slap in the face to the three guys who's writing all the songs. That's just, it's so wrong. So first two albums, Skid Row were awesome. I think so too. I don't think Sebastian is Sebastian anymore. I don't want him back, okay? So if you don't want to go see Eric, that's a shame on you because he will blow you away when you see him live. So Skid Row-wise, we're going to go with the last track on the debut album. Here is Midnight Tornado. And a reminder, I'm feeling wicked and my blood is running hot. Electric is my touch, baby. You don't know what you got.
All right, man. I like this song, but I pretty much like everything off of this first record. So it's no surprise. Let's talk. Let me vent a little bit about the whole Eric Gromwall thing, Sebastian Bach thing, because I'm getting to the point. I guess I'm getting old and crusty, but I'm getting to the point to where I can't hold my tongue anymore on Facebook, which is probably not a good thing. (laughs) But there have been a couple times where it's like, okay, I can't take the stupidity anymore. And my fingers just start typing and there's no draft box. So I can't put my shit in a draft box. So I just fire it off. But there's some stupid ass people commenting in some of this shit, dumb stuff, like stuff they have no clue about. People talking about, well, I guess that's why Skid Row is playing the county fair to 40 people and Sebastian Bach is selling out big clubs everywhere. Dude, first of all, Skid Row is playing in Vegas, opening up for the Scorpions and playing to, I don't know, 5,000, 10,000 seaters, whatever that place holds. That's the first thing. Second of all, Eric Gromwell will be the best singer that Skid Row has ever had. He'll be the best front man, period. He's a better front man, and he's as good as of a singer as Bach in his prime. And oh, yeah, I saw Bach in his prime with Skid Row. So I can chime in on that. I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, I understand people are nostalgic and tied to what they know and tied to the albums and box on the albums. I get it. But Bach didn't write any of that material. He was hired to that band after all that stuff was done. And he was phenomenal on those records. Don't get me wrong. He could sing on those records. Although we've heard some of the issues from Michael Wagner with getting him to record in the studio. So he wasn't perfect in the studio. Eric, we've seen not only in the studio, but we've seen him live. We know he can pull the stuff off. Eric's phenomenal. And he's a phenomenal front man. So if you don't want to give it a chance, that's on you. But I'm more excited about Skid Row than I have been since Bach left. Period. End of story. And I can't wait to hear the new record. I hope the new record's great. That's all I can say about that. But I'm excited. I'm happy for Eric. I think he's going to do amazing. It sounds like the band is happy. So hopefully it'll all work out. But damn, people are dumb. Super dumb out there. Anyway, I'll get off my high horse now. (laughs) So let's get to happier things like connecting it to Kiss. It's time for your historic moment on Growing Up Rock. So for the historic moment, I could have went a lot of different ways. We could play Cold Gin, Hot and Cold, Snow Blind, Dark Light, Hotter Than Hell, Rain, God of Thunder. I would have played Rain if I want to put people through some pain. Get it? That that <laughs> rhymed. Uh, but I want to put people through a different pain. So I went with a deep cut that nobody ever plays. So off a of 2009 Sonic Boom Here is Tommy Thayer on lead vocals with When Lightning Strikes. Shaking this time. 
This is what you chose. I said you could have also picked Hot and Cold off of Sonic Boom. I don't know. I like this song. I don't hate this song. I like Sonic Boom as a whole. I know people didn't like Sonic Boom, but I didn't think it was that bad. Anyway, that's my two cents. Yeah, between if I had to choose between Psycho Circus, Sonic Boom, and Monster, I think I would go to probably Sonic Boom first with Psycho being a close second. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think so. And Tommy's voice is okay. It's just, you know, this whole thing that Paul and Gene were doing with four singers, blah, blah. And I, I love Eric Singer and nothing against Tommy. But reality is if Ace and Peter ain't there no more, just Paul and Gene, just do all the singing. Just forget about all this other stuff. Exactly. Move along. <laughs> Let the past go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nice little episode, right? It, like I said, it's these type of episodes usually end up being a little more music. And deep cuts from bands you've never heard. So, you know, we try to play uh, a little more of the song since you've never heard it before. Um, And then, you know, just less talk. Yeah, I would encourage people to go check out that Lavelle record, Dear Sanity, because it's on Spotify and it's a really good record. If you liked Fading Like the Sun, listen to the record. The whole record's pretty good. Uh, so I dig that for sure. Uh, and yeah, we, we don't play bands like burning rain and battle beast and revolution saints and Nestor. And we sure don't play love child because, you know, we can't speak, uh, German. So there you go. (laughs) 
<laughs> in fact, the only band that's that's pretty much played regularly is Dawkins, Skid Row, and uh, and Bon Jovi. The rest of them are all pretty much uh, limited. Cry Wolf, that's a that's a band you got me into, and that record is good. Did I even comment on that Cry Wolf record? I didn't. I don't think I did. But West Wind Blows, I'll comment on it now that the episode's over. Yeah, that was good too. <laughs> so, yeah thanks <laughs> anyway uh this is the perfect episode for you to listen at while sitting around the pool on spring break right although spring break will probably be just about over once this comes out i think spring breaks are over at the end of march early april i don't know but this is going to be a may may release may day uh so the pools should be warming up nicely perfect pool episode there you go. Anything else to add before we get up on out of here? So thanks for listening. I got a party in my pocket and I just got paid, so I got to go. There you go. 99, 99, 99 in the shade. See ya. Later. Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys. Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.